With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Back with our Buckeye Talk lightning round headlines. This is the week before everybody gets to Arizona for the Fiesta Bowl on December 28th. I'm Doug Maurice from Buckeye Talk. I'm trying to not talk like a robot. I'm trying to talk like a normal person for the people who listen to Buckeye Talk on a regular basis. But it is kind of newsmanish, right? I mean, it's headlines. I'm a newsman. These are your five Buckeye Talk headlines for this week. Ohio State signed a 24-person class on National Signing Day on Wednesday. The Buckeyes continuing to do what they do, which is recruit, recruit, recruit. This is where Ohio State's recruiting classes have ranked nationally since Urban Meyer took over, right? With Urban Meyer's first full class in 2013. Second, third, seventh, fourth, second, second, 14th. And that brings us to now the Buckeyes are going to finish somewhere like third or fourth. I don't think they'll fall to fifth. There is a later signing day in February, which will uh, affect the final rankings of this class. There are some guys who, who did not sign on Wednesday, so we don't have the final, final numbers in. But Ryan Day, with his first full recruiting class, of course, he was announced as the head coach last December, just weeks, not even weeks before that class signed. So that doesn't really count for Ryan Day. That was still Urban Meyer's class. They were trying to hold it together at the end. This was a whole year of Ryan Day and his staff trying to recruit. It wasn't perfect, but it was really good. And it's hard to put together a perfect recruiting class. So when you think about a situation where Ohio State continues to hang with the best teams in the country in recruiting and continues to have a large lead on everybody else in the Big Ten, Ryan Day is keeping the recruiting where Urban Meyer had put it. Again, Ohio State, third or fourth right now, the next best Big Ten teams in the national recruiting rankings for the 2020 class. Michigan at number 12, Penn State at number 13. The Fiesta Bowl is right around the corner, and when you think about this matchup, this college football playoff semifinal, between number two Ohio State and number three Clemson, I think the matchup that everybody's talking about is the Ohio State secondary against the Clemson passing game and especially these Clemson receivers. That is probably where this game is going to be determined, and that is not great analysis. That's where you're going to hear people talking about the pivot point for this game all over the place leading up until the semifinal. The Ohio State corners, led by Jeff Okuda, who is probably going to be a top 10 pick in the coming NFL draft. Sean Wade, who is a very possible first-round pick whenever he chooses to go pro. Damon Arnett, a fifth-year veteran guy. 
who has played at an all Big Ten level. And then whatever Ohio State does with its safeties, Jordan Fuller, a really reliable senior guy back there at safety. Ohio State does have the defensive backs to match up with the passing game. And this passing game is Trevor Lawrence at quarterback throwing to two guys who are unlike anyone Ohio State has seen this year. That's T. Higgins and Justin Ross. They are big. They are fast. They can catch in traffic. They run good routes. I think we're going to see multiple times where we're seeing guys like T. Higgins and Jeff Okuda fighting for a ball. It's going to be about body positioning. It's going to be about going up and and grabbing a ball at its peak point. Um, I think it's going to be a fascinating matchup. So there's a lot that's going to go into who wins Ohio State Clemson. I think a lot of people are still viewing that for the moment as a toss-up game. But as we get closer to that kickoff on December 28th, most of us are going to focus on the Clemson receivers against the Ohio State cornerbacks, and you certainly can follow that story and much more with Cleveland.com and by listening to our Buckeye Talk podcast. The quarterback battle in this Fiesta Bowl between Clemson and Ohio State is so intriguing because it is two guys at the top of their game who have been around each other for a long time. Both are second-year players, and both are completely, I don't know, I mean, necessary is not a word. I, Imagine where these teams would be without them. How about that? These are two guys from the class of 2018, Trevor Lawrence at Clemson and Justin Fields at Ohio State. Lawrence was the number one recruit overall in that class. Justin Fields was number two. They were both kids from Georgia. Lawrence picked Clemson. Fields initially picked Georgia and then transferred to Ohio State this year. And whatever happens in the Fiesta Bowl, they are going to enter the 2020 season as the two leading Heisman Trophy contenders, as junior quarterbacks and veteran starters for two of the best teams in the country. So obviously what matters is this matchup right now, but Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence can't get away from each other. They're going to be measured against each other. In this game, they're going to be measured against each other all of next season as maybe who is not just the best quarterback in college football, but the best player in college football. And then they're going to be measured against each other for the following NFL draft. Well, certainly both of them will go pro and they very likely will be the top two quarterback prospects in the 2021 NFL draft. So this is the matchup that a lot of people have been waiting for. We get to see Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields head to head. It could come down to that whatever quarterback plays better wins this game for his team. But this is just the start of Lawrence versus Fields. Follow along at Cleveland.com and with our Buckeye Talk podcast for more coverage. On Ohio State's recruiting class, one of the things that was interesting that happened this week was that the Buckeyes signed Two quarterbacks. Two quarterbacks who were both ranked among the top 300 overall players in the class of 2020, and that is not always easy to do. So as we go forward with Ohio State, Jack Miller from Arizona and C.J. Stroud from California are going to battle it out to see who succeeds Justin Fields as Ohio State's starting quarterback. Justin Fields, the starter in 2019. Justin Fields, of course, will be the starter in 2020. But currently with the Ohio State quarterback situation, they only have one other quarterback on scholarship for next season. Very likely, C.J. Stroud and Jack Miller will battle to be the backup quarterback behind Justin Fields next season. And that will give one of them a leg up to be the starter when they battle in the spring of 2021 to see who the starter will be in the fall of 2021. It is unusual for this to happen. It is hard for a program to pull this off, to get two guys to come and battle each other. But in a world where it is easier for players to transfer, we very possibly may be in a situation 
where these guys go head-to-head. The winner becomes Ohio State starting quarterback. The loser becomes a starting quarterback somewhere else. And they take the learning and the education they receive from Ryan Day and this Ohio State offense and take that out into the world, just like Joe Burrow did, transferring from Ohio State, going to LSU, and winning the Heisman Trophy. So Joe Burrow might have helped Ohio State make this happen. But again, let's recognize how interesting and rare it is to get two guys like C.J. Stroud and Jack Miller in the same recruiting class. And make sure you're reading cleveland.com slash OSU and listening to the Buckeye Talk podcasts in the months and years ahead because that quarterback battle is going to be on. It's that time of year when people are doing things like best of the decade lists. And so I decided... For all of our loyal listeners out there in the world, um, to the Buckeye Talk podcast and anywhere else you might be finding us, let's look back and, and, and really think about this decade of Ohio State football. And I'm going to characterize it um, as such because I think it is important for all of us to uh, understand history uh, lest we be, uh, you know, repeated or whatever. Here's my analysis of this Ohio State decade of football. Good, then not good for a year then good, then really good, then still good, then really good again. So that is Ohio State football in the decade, and and I want everyone to understand this. In the last 10 years, this is where Ohio State finished in the final AP poll each season, starting with 2010. Fifth, then they had that crazy year in 2011 when they went 6-7 and after all the NCAA sanctions and Luke Fickle was the interim head coach. That was a blip. Then they were third, 12th, First, fourth, sixth, fifth, third, and now, where they are currently number two in the country. And even if Ohio State loses to Clemson, they won't fall out of the top five. So that means in this decade, they will have finished among the top six teams at the end of the year, eight out of ten years. And that's Ohio State football. So you don't need some big, gigantic story to tell you that, that Ohio State started really good, had a weird year was really good in the middle, and finished really good. And Cleveland.com slash OSU and the Buckeye Talk podcast was lucky enough to chronicle it. Thanks for listening to these headlines. Make sure you're reading Cleveland.com and listening to Buckeye Talk. I'm your host, Doug LaMaurice.